Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Has your excitement for round one of the NHL draft changed in the last hour on the heels of Kevin Adams joining us here on the show and his desire to uh, continue to speak to his counterparts and try to move up? Willingness to move back if the deal was right, but I certainly sensed, I don't know, I feel more than ever (laughs) a desire to move up on his part, and that has me very intrigued as to how this now 13th pick may look or may not look by the time things actually begin tonight. It's so funny, right? Because the Ottawa Senators don't have a first-round pick this year. Pierre Dorian (laughs) went on on the air and said, "Eh, that's totally fine. It's not that good of a draft this year. (laughs) And and every other GM in the NHL wants to get higher and more first-round pick. Like Montreal traded the 31st and the 37th overall pick to acquire Mm -hmm. a new hook. Colorado's like, great, we get the 31st pick, so we're back in the first round. What do you make of that deal, real quick? I think that was a really, really big price to play to pay for Alex I thought that initially and now I'm like you know what might be a really smart deal it may be a really smart deal the kid has a cup the kid plays 13 minutes a night in his first couple of years in the NHL like there's ample room to grow here they're trying to I don't want to say fix but when they lost our our Turi Lekanen Mm -hmm. Um, they lost a big part of some of what the Montreal Canadiens were really good at doing. They had Philip Deneau, they had Lekkonen, they were, they, they, they could match up lines, they could be good on the penalty kill, have that, that defensive awareness. They lost that, and I feel like now by acquiring Newhook, maybe they want him to go into that direction mm-hmm. of, of, look, you have Suzuki, you have Caulfield, you have Josh Anderson, you have those players. Uh, you have Slavkowski. Like, you need somebody to round up your group. So New York could be like that. But then what does Colorado do is they turn around. So they acquired the 31st and 37th pick mm-hmm. from the Montreal Canadiens. They turn around, and then they trade the 31st pick, right? That's what the, the 37th overall pick, mm-hmm. a second-round pick, to get Colton, uh, Russ Colton from the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, which mm-hmm. I love that move for mm-hmm. Colorado. So now they have added in this offseason Ross Colton yes. and Ryan Johansson. Yes. They still have a lot of space, meaning actual roster spots that they have to fill in because they don't have enough forward sign they at don't. the moment, and they have a gaping hole with the injury, ongoing injury to the captain in Gabe Landeskog. Yes. But are they better right now? Do they you think are- Johansson can regain – sorry – can Johansson forget about how miserable last year was and return to the previous year when he had 63 points? 
can he be that player again for the Avalanche at a cost savings to them because the Predators are eating a huge chunk a huge of his deal. Chunk. It's uh, close to half, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a huge chunk. So, yeah, so the Colorado Avalanche right now, as it states on Cap Friendly, have Nathan McKinnon sign, Miko Rantanen sign, Valerie, Valerie Nachushkin sign, Arthur Lekkonen, Ryan John, uh, Johansson, Logan O'Connor, and Frederick Olofsson, who I thought was pretty good. Uh, in his limited time, right? But okay, that's it. They do have to sign Ross Colton, which they just acquire. They're not going to re-sign Dennis Morgan. He's an RFA. I doubt that that's going to happen. They Might have, have to if they got no options. May have to. They got a lot of UFAs. It has been rumored JD Comfort is going to go to UFA market on on Saturday, July first. So they don't have a lot of forwards bodies. So scroll down their 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 page. Prospect. No, 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 no. Just go to go to their defense and and think about it from okay. They need help still to fill out their forward rank. If they, I don't think they're going to run into a cap situation because obviously they get LTIR with Landis got, right? Yes. So it's not a huge deal, and they're not spending a gazillion dollars in goaltending either. Um, they're spending a healthy amount, but not a, not a fortune. Do you see them moving off of any of their defensemen to make room for a splash? Because remember, this is... But they've been trying they're, to... They're a year, they're 14 months removed from a Stanley Cup. Not even, yeah. right? Like, they have to get back there. And they were close. Who knows if they had got past that first round with Seattle. Maybe, I believe maybe, they're one of the top three teams now when you look at odds to win the Stanley Cup right. next year. Because I mean, they do have, you know, McKinnon, who's fantastic, and Rantanen. And they, but you're right. Like, they have $15 million under the cap mm-hmm. if you consider Landis Gog on LTIR okay. to start the season. Could they... Move a Samuel Gerard. Who has That's been one what of I'm the guys that has here, been? Because so we are be sitting here talking million. about Hannafin and Zadorov out of Calgary, yes. and on and on and on and on it goes. But should we not maybe be looking in Colorado here because they've got to do Byram's deal, and if they hitch their ride to Byram and Makar, which is a nice way to go moving forward, what could they possibly? Because he's been in the rumor mill before. What would Gerard's? which is kind of ironic because he, of course, was here in Nashville to start. Yeah. So here we are in Nashville talking about him again. But, like, what would Gerard fetch if his name was thrust into all of this? I guess there's two candidates that the Colorado Avalanche can look at. And Samuel Gerard is one of them. He has been rumored. He has four more years at $5 million, which... Seems reasonable it's now. It's very reasonable. It was it was considered a bargain two years ago when Gerard was mm-hmm. labeled as a one or a two defenseman with the Avalanche. But now that you have Kale McCarr, who has been above and beyond, like, mm-hmm. passing Samuel Gerard, and that you have Bowen Byram, who is going to be number two, and then I think it's either Samuel Gerard or Devontae's. Mm-hmm. I but don't Taves see... Is get, see, this is the thing. Like, Taves is getting a deal next year, and if Taves stays at the level he's been at, he's going to $7 million Exactly. Easily. So and you... that's why I have to have... That's the decision Colorado has to make now, is do we... Say we value Gerard and five million for four more years more mm-hmm. than Devontae's a year left 
then we have to sign him because he's a U.S. three years, presumably. So probably, yeah. at the money. So what do we value more? I That's, think the two candidates are Gerard and Taze with the Colorado Avalanche. And, but and we're not. I don't think either of us are sitting here suggesting that Buffalo should be hunting down Gerard because he doesn't seem to fit the prototype of what everybody's fixated on for a top four defenseman right now. No. All I'm saying is if you throw his name in the waters and Dmitry Orlov is now unlikely to go yes. back to Boston and be a UFA, I just think it becomes all that more clouded and a wider conversation as far as what's out there and better. how teams... And it, we still it may be talk. better because now the market is a little bit more flooded with yes. potential names. Yes. And so you're calling Carolina and you're asking about Brett Pesci. Is it is it happening? Is there mm-hmm. an extension for him or are you trading him? And these conversations are happening as we speak right now. Mm-hmm. And then you're calling Calgary on Noah Hannafin and then you're looking around. You're calling San Jose. I just mentioned Eric Carlson. I never thought, never I've had to spend one minute thinking that Eric Carlson would be a good fit for Buffalo over the last many years, right? Yet, yet the drafting sites and, you know, the, uh, the analysts of the game suggest that Buffalo is easily in the top 10, if not in the top five for a landing spot for Carlson. But now I'm thinking, okay, if I want the Sabres to be aggressive in this draft and trade up and trade up for one player in specific in Madvey Mitchkoff, because I think the other players, there's a lot of players, four or five of them, that if the Sabres are looking at a group of four or five players, Mm -hmm. they will be one of those available at 13. Right, because you obviously are not saying, well, my five guys are Bedard, Fintilli, and then you're like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like they're one and two, and but if there's a guy that you say we could move up for, mm-hmm. it's a guy like Mitchkoff. And how far up could you move up for? Um, is it Montreal at five? Is it Philly? Is it San Jose at four? I'm like, okay, maybe it's San Jose at four. Maybe it's part of a bigger deal, mm-hmm. right? Gary Bettman comes up to the stage and we have a deal to announce, and then he says. The San Jose Sharks acquiring the 13th pick of the Buffalo Sabres. And next year's first. Next year's first. And Noah Oslin and Victor Olofsson in return. And you're going to have to add Well, and and maybe (laughs) in return, the the Buffalo Sabres acquired the San Jose Sharks' fourth overall selection in this year's draft. And Norris Trophy winner. Eric Carlson. The full-on gasp that is going to happen in the arena, at the Bridgestone Arena, and, and, and throughout social media, and I'm just saying, like, I never thought for one minute Eric Carlson would be a good fit, and now I'm like, okay, what if it's part of a bigger deal? What if it's like what we we we, we learn out of Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Be risk takers. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Go for it's it. It's simple. Go and now for I'm it. like, okay, so now I'm seeing Carlson and Darlene and Power and Samuelson as your top four. And then, trust me, be Yoki Aryu and Labushkin as a third pair. Uh-huh. Like, whoa. That, 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 okay, just, just, just for kicks, what would be the first negative tweet in response to that deal? Oh, that, uh, I don't know. Like, to be honest with I, you, I, I don't. Okay, what is it? Should have got Hellebuck. Who's going to be goalie? Who's, who's going to be goal? the goalie? That's <laughs> okay. Let's backtrack two and a half months, people. Uh, when, when, when Devin Levi was playing seven games at the end of the season yeah. in a playoff chase and was doing incredibly well. Now, was there some things that 
Devin Levi is going to have to adjust to the pro game and mm-hmm. the NHL game? Absolutely. Yeah. Is he your starting goaltender on October 12th? The schedule just came out, by the way, people. Oh Who's gosh. going to be your starting goaltender at home on home opener against the New York Rangers on October 12th, right? 7 p.m. on MSG. Duffer and I will be on the pregame at 6.30. You don't know that. The TV schedule isn't going to be out for months. That's not ESPN be a national take the game. game. No chance. No chance. I'm I, I'm going to pick it outside the building. Uh, I, like, hell no, we won't go type of situation um, <laughs> if, if that happens. But I'm just saying, who's going to be a starting goalie? It, is there a, a really good chance it's Devin Levi? I believe there is a really good chance it's Devin Levi. Mm-hmm. Could it be Eric Comrie in net? Absolutely. Could it be Lukanen in net? Absolutely. But the same chance that Comrie and Lukanen have to be in net that night, mm-hmm. there's a, a, a player to be named later mm-hmm. that I feel has the same chance to be the starting goalie that night. Wow. I think Levi would lead the way for me, and the other three would have the same uh, odds. Dude, I am so fired up right now. Like this is this because is the... I'm going to pick it outside the building. Because <laughs> well, it's because be there's a... going to be memes of you picketing outside the building, and I love the fact that people are going to. This be... is the, the lack of success the Sabres had on ESPN last night. Make me say that they don't oh, want to yeah. play opening night on ESPN. Today. It's almost as if people on ESPN didn't see the best of the Sabres. Well, they obviously did not see the best of the Sabres because I'm just going to say, love my man Bucci, but he did not have Owen Power in his top five of. Uh, Calder Trophy candidates, rookie candidates, and I was like, seriously, Gucci? <laughs> Owen Power should have been number two on your list. But he did see the Sabres lose many, many games on yeah. ESPN and probably was like, well, I can't put him there. Okay, uh, on and on it goes. The Devils continue to ramp up. Might they land Hellebuck as well? They already landed Toffoli yesterday for Sharon Govich. Toffoli's oh. on the final year of his deal. Veteran who's been through it all will be a perfect fit. Without question. Sharon Govich has since signed an extension with Calgary. And all of this leads to yet another announcement from the Devils as Timo Meyer has locked in for eight years and oh, it's $8.8 million. So that, like, here we go again. Remind yourself of the embarrassment of riches that the New Jersey Devils have stockpiled here as we, uh, you know, look at that their latest, their latest run. And, you know, will they still have the wiggle room, Marty, to add a goaltender because now moving forward, like get used to it, folks. This is the New Jersey Devils nope. here to four. Timo Meyer, yep. Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, Nico Heeshear, Andre Pilat. Like none of these guys are going anywhere. They are nope. here forever. Eric Hall has got three more years. Dawson Mercer is only at the end of his entry level this year. Like, this is what you have to be ready for. Def Curtis is off for two years, Duffer. Don't forget to mention the laser. He's kind of in and out of the lineup. I know. I don't no. love Curtis Lazar, but when you look at the Devils, you're looking at look. When and, you, and for Dougie those Hamilton of you that use and Cap John Marino and Jonas oh, yeah. Siegenthaler, so you, you've got more than half of their roster is going to be there for a long, Six, long seven years. time. For those of you that use Cap Friendly quite often, and it's a great resource site for contracts and you know numbers or whatnot. So when you pull up the the page of a team, you obviously get the forwards first, and it's in um, compensation order. So the highest paid player is top, and your forwards, and then it drops, and then you see all the years in front of you, year one, year two, year three, year four. Usually, at the end of that, you see a big red rectangle or blue rectangle, depending mm-hmm. on if you're a UFA at the end of your contract or RFA. And maybe, 
once in a great while, you have a red arrow, meaning that the contract, it cannot fit on the table, on, the, on, the, on your actual page, because there's more years added. Mm -hmm. So now the Devils, with Timo Meyer, Jack Hughes, and Jasper Bratt, have three little red arrows, meaning these guys are longer than six years, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't happen too often. Like, for example, when you look at the Buffalo Sabres, obviously you get Tage Thompson and Dylan Cousins that have that line. Matthias Semelson has that line. But that's your core. Mm -hmm. Where do you move? Usually those little red arrows is your core players that you locked up for a long time. I think the New Jersey Devils right now are looking at, this is the way we build our team. They're we, built. Like other than it's Vitek Vanacek and Nikhil Schmid next year. Not there's, necessarily. There's nobody else. But they have room. I mean, their defense core ha adds on a permanent basis Luke Hughes and Simone Nemitz yes. to an already existing high end, the highest end possible, really. I mean, he's almost always in the top 10, at the very least in the top 20 in defense scoring in Dougie Hamilton, but nobody ever talks about him. And then they still have cap room. I realize it's, it could get tight, but all they have to do is move one guy out of this, yeah. and they can room, make room for Hellebuck. They and can. thinking that Hellebuck is a $6.16 million goalie this year, yeah. it's the year after that would be exactly, complicated, yeah. Yeah. where you'd have to go to nine, maybe nine But that's and a half okay. And... It's actually perfect for them because at that point, maybe maybe one of these forwards that they have on term can be moved, yeah. you know, to, to create that space for... Toffoli is $4 million, and his yeah, contract runs out. Toffoli right there alone. I'm, so yeah, Toffoli so. works. So, yeah, maybe the Devils... I, I just don't see it. I think the Devils, what they probably did here is said, look, we are building from our group up front. Um, you know, I, I you know Chico Resch is a great analyst in the NHL, and he's, he's done this work with the Devils for many years, and he talked about Vitek Vanacek as he thought Vitek Vanacek had a fantastic year. Um, it, it got a little dicey in the playoffs against the New York Rangers especially, and Akira Schmid came in. I think Akira Schmid is just like their Devin Levi, their guy that they will trust for mm -hmm. the future. Um, so do they want to swing for the fence in that sense? Uh, possibly they could, just like the Sabres could do it. I think mm -hmm. the Devils and the Sabres are in the same position. Is I don't see those teams going for Connor Hellebuck. I think they would look at other goaltenders available in the market, maybe mm -hmm. in a trade or free agent market. But Hellebuck now has kind of narrowed the options down because of the massive extension. Okay, so where, 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 where are the three best options for Hellebuck then based on exactly what you're saying? I think this is fascinating. I think our buddy Mike McKenna just tweeted that uh, he thinks now Hellebuck is not likely for the Devils no, and that they'll either. go with a different veteran to, to back up Benichek. Um But again, this, this whether it ends up you know, being like a direct hit on the Sabres, meaning a, a conference rival, or whether it opens the door to make Buffalo more realistic because the Devils aren't in the mix anymore. Like, I I think we're all fascinated by this discussion and the potential for breaking news tonight. Listen, what has been the downfall of Cal Dubas and the Toronto Maple Leafs? Um, High-priced concessions? Uh, maybe, but that's none of his uh, department. It's I think goaltending has been a, a downfall of the Leafs, right? Yeah, like, well, some would say underperformance from top players at the most critical times. Possibly, but no. I also think like they had. I, I feel like they went backward. They had Freddie Anderson, which yeah, was a I, really I, good goaltender for yeah. me, and then they went to Jack Campbell, and then they moved on from Jack Campbell, and I get it. And they went to Ilya Samsonov. Now that Cal Dubas is with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and will most likely move on from Tristan, Tristan Jari and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I could see Connor Hellebuck go to Pittsburgh saying, 
we are going to go with Malkin and Crosby and Latang, and we have that window still with those guys. Mm-hmm. We need a stud goalie, which has is, is, is plagued them a little bit. They of late. can't afford to go to Hellebuck's extension. They can take them now, but they can't afford it. They have way too many bad contracts on the books. Way too many. Well, they would lose Jake Gensel after this year. They're they not would losing lose him. They're retiring. If anything, of all the guys that they have given term to, I don't, I don't see how they don't give it to Gensel. He's the best one. He's, okay. He's, they're losing he's, Jeff Carter in a year from now yeah. and three point some million dollars. Um, according to Cap Friendly, their projected cap space in two years from now is still $37 million. Yeah, yeah. I think Pittsburgh could, if they wanted to make it a priority, yeah. they could say, Connor Hellebuck, priority. And then, you know what, Jake Gensel? We signed Connor Hellebuck for a lot of money, so maybe you have to take a hometown discount. No, to because there. Gensel's had the hometown. He's, had the, he's been underpaid Dude, for... Sidney Crosby's been underpaid forever. No, he was because he was at the top of the food chain. You can't, you can't change... He was at the top of the food chain. He was making $8.7 million and signed a 12-year well, deal. Well, that's also his own fault for being obsessed with his birth date and the number 87. Like, I mean, you know, the Players Association should be mad at him. <laughs> Sidney Crosby has been making $8.7 million since 2008. Yeah. For the last 15 years, he's been making 8.7. His career earning is $141 million, according to Cap Friendly. In a, in Will a, it end at 187 Possibly, but in the in the real marketplace, yeah. that number should already be 185, so 190 million. When he re-ups after this deal, he's going to sign get, 7.8. Uh, no, he's going to sign for because the cap will have gone up by then. You said 16.7 is the max right now. I'm going to assume that 17.4, which is two times 8.7, he'll get a one-year deal. And that'll round out his career. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But I think that Connor Hellebuck, just to get back to that, mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh, to me, would be a high possibility if they want to to assert themselves into the conversation. They missed the playoffs this year. Mm, was Trist- nice. th- two years ago, Tristan Jari was hurt in the first round, and they played Louis Domingue with the spicy pork mm-hmm. in against the New York Rangers Almost and still worked. went to Game 7. Um, you know... They have to make a move in that they don't have anybody, in my opinion, Just that can fill that. Just remember that John Gibson is probably their guy. If they go with John Gibson, that would be, once again, a mistake by Cal Dubas, who it seems to have made a lot of mistakes in that mm-hmm. in his tenure. Maybe, maybe that's the fault. way they want to go. Not Kyle's fault. Um, well, I think the buck stops with him. No, I think I think... This is yet another example of people oversimplifying and saying it was goaltending that was the problem. It wasn't. Right. But I still <laughs> Thank think you. That, <laughs> that you took steps backwards. But Samsonov had a good year. He had a really good year. And they've got a goalie of the future in Wall. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll see. Samsonov had a really good year, especially on home ice. He was fantastic at the uh, Scotiabank yeah, Arena. Like say, be good at home, and if be, you have to suck, suck on the road. Be Lindy oh. on the road and rough at home. That's the way it works. But no, it, it, like Samsonov. <laughs> no, that's not but now Samsonov, the problem is because he played well enough, he's going to maybe overprice himself in Toronto, and yeah. Toronto's going to be in a bad spot again. Mm. 
and they won't have anybody. They'll have Joseph Wall. They'll have to buy out Matt Murray. They'll like it's going to be a a, 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 a bad a, a, situation. A bleep show is what you wanted to say. I wanted to say a storm. A storm. A, a bleep storm. Uh, excessive heat coming your way here in Nashville. Poor air quality in Buffalo. Uh, trade winds also blowing. That's our latest from the meteorological desk here in Nashville as we get set for night one of the draft. Lance Lysowski from the Buffalo News is straight ahead and a still to be unveiled. Very special guest to close out the show. Stay with us here. Nostradamus. Nostradamus, indeed, with a Western New York connection and a great affinity for the Sabres. It's all ahead on Sabres Live. Stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.